Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode. This is going to be another episode of the Emerald Perspective, and we are at full power today. Full power. How's everybody doing? Doing swell. Doing swell, doing swell. Excellent, excellent. LJ, glad to have you back. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Um, how have you been doing? What's new with you? Oh man, I mean, you guys know I went on my uh, trip to Samoa. That's we haven't even talked about that on this podcast, huh? Nope. But yeah, I was in Samoa for two weeks, a little over two weeks, and it was amazing. Um, as Stu knows, we haven't been there in like twenty years, so a lot changed. A lot more buildings, a lot more infrastructure. Um, yeah, a lot more paved roads. It just looks pretty dope, man. I mean, last time we were there, it was all dirt roads, and um, it felt like stepping into a time capsule last time we were there. But this time, it's just like, man, they got a school there, like a college. Um, they still got that McDonald's free stew. Uh, they got a few new gyms. Um, but yeah, it was really nice touching base with family and reconnecting. And man, I played basketball every evening, thinking about y'all the whole time. Um, but yeah. Uh, the island that surprised me the most was when we went to Upolu because that was beautiful, man. I did not expect that from like when we went over there, but it was like a real city. It was freaking, yeah, there was restaurants, there was bars, there was lots of tourism and the beach is beautiful, man. Like white sand beaches. We had so much fun out there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just meeting family we never met before. Um, so yeah, it was a really good experience and yeah, I can't wait to go back. There you go, oh. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. International. Yeah. And Hopefully me Polo and Steve can get back in. Western, right? Sorry. Yeah, it's Western Samoa. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes, dude, when are you going back? Um, I think this fall. I think we're going um in September, I think we're going to back to Apollo. But I also think we're also visiting our family island, Swings Island over there in the South Pacific. So, yeah, excited. I was able to go. Man, I know. I got, my parents and LG were giving me such a hard time about it. Um, but during the time they left was the time that was like my last Sunday at the church I was at. And so it was, it was hard. Nice. Wonderful. Well, it's good to be back in the online room with you guys, talking about these online things that are happening in our world. Um, what what would you like to begin with, Stu? Well, I think it goes without saying. I know this happened on Sunday, but I think uh, we want to congratulate Iam Tongi um, from the island of Hawaii, Kuhuku native, um, as well, who is from... Federal Way Washington out here uh, goes. He's a senior over at Decatur High School, uh, the first Polynesian to win American Idol. So let's give some snaps in the chat. You know what I'm saying? That's shout that's out that's to, um, yeah, no, a huge shout out to him. Uh, I think this is a cool way to start off because uh, obviously as us three Polynesians, we're very proud, um, especially just being a Washington native, very proud of Ian Tony. And um, I was uh, talking to Mike before 
in the pre-show, we were talking about some cool um, stats that came out on um, on Apple Music or on iTunes. Um, for those who have followed the journey of Ian Tony when it comes to American Idol, um, he has done um, not your conventional songs you would do on American Idol. He did uh, the last the last episode. He did Kolohe Kai. Um, he did Cool Down, um, uh, Hawaiian band, reggae band over like what they call a Hawaiian band um, over. That came out with a track in 2009. Um, he did the song Monster, which came out in 2019, um, by James Blunt, and then did uh, Spawn Breezy's Let Go, which came out in 2011. And so that was really cool. He, uh, Ian Tony took a lot of risk when it comes to not your conventional way of doing American Idol. Uh, but this, the cool stat on iTunes is all these songs became number one this week on iTunes, so like. In the reggae charts, Kolokai's Cool Down came out number one. You had James Blunt's song in the pop charts came out number one. By the way, I, me and I was, I was chilling with my brother on Sunday, and uh, we were listening to Ian Tongi's uh, audition song, Monster by James Blunt. And me, dude, <laughs> Mike, we were balling, bro. Like, we were still crying. Like, bro, every time, you know. It, bro, I'm, like I'm teared up thinking about it, bro. It was like, man, I'm not your son. I'm not sure you're not my father. What's that part? Oh, man. just two grown men saying goodbye. Yeah, because, you know, I I, I don't want to have to go through that. Like, I can imagine what he went through was a terrible, terrible loss, especially for him. Yeah. That was like his rock. So did you guys see he sang with James Blunt and sang it? Yeah. Oh, oh man. James Blunt, like I said, in Balinese, that dude looked weird. Oh man, you're beautiful. He looks younger now than he did when I he sang that yeah, he song. Did. I'm like, he looked old when he sang. He got that Benjamin Button thing going on. Yeah, Benjamin <laughs> Botox. Yeah, uh, but no, he um, you know, like we talk about all the time, man. Like the number one thing with American Idol is how you pick your songs. That's the number one thing. Like you could be um, an average singer compared to the field, but if you pick the right songs for you and you stay true to your style like people will connect with that you know so i think like he did a really good job of picking songs that were like within him and that were songs that he actually genuinely liked to sing you know and it came out and people like felt his uh they felt his spirit man and it was like a beautiful thing um and then you know i heard a lot of people saying like oh he won america over with the story but it was more than that man like they felt his energy right that's like the one beautiful thing about Polynesian people that I love. Like everybody loves Polynesians because they're all just so like, man, they wear their emotions on their sleeve and everybody can really connect with that. And that's like all, all kinds of people around the country just really connected with him. So it was really beautiful to see somebody from like our neck of the woods, especially, you know? Yeah. I mean, even rightfully so there's a lot of, um, there was a couple articles that came out that is typical, you know, a lot of people had their, fair share of thoughts when it comes to Ian Tongi and some obviously what you said, Jay, um, to attest what you said. There's a lot of people that disagreed with the verdict because who did he go against? He went against a, a pop singer and then went against a country singer. Obviously, they're going to like America, right? Like it's going to happen. Um, but sometimes you never feel like it's going to happen with your own because there was something that was going viral on social media. Um, this TikTok user, he, I think he's from either Australia or New Zealand. There's something Stephen or whatever. And uh, pretty much just flat out said, like, he wasn't a vocal powerhouse and stuff like that. And um, up a lot of, especially, I think what made me proud was I saw a lot of Samoan 
influencers responding to it. And for those that don't know, Iam Tongi, I think everyone does know he's Tongan, but he's also Samoan too. He has some Samoan in him, but he's mainly Samoan and or Tongan. Sorry, he is mainly Tongi, Tongi. Tongan. And uh, he um, seeing Samoan content creators like I saw, I saw like freaking thirty of them responding of because the guy who responded to it was a Samoan guy from New Zealand, Australia, and. Um, it doesn't matter how if you were a fan of his voice, whether or not you cared. Like he re- represented our poly people. He was the first Polynesian man to win American Idol. And just like what you said, Jay, I couldn't agree more. Like he put his heart and soul in the music. Good Lord, if you could not listen to his audition song and not feel it, like there's something wrong with you. Because, man, Joe Rogan responded to it, bro. Man, Joe Rogan was bawling on his podcast. Um, I forgot the fellow. I think it was a country singer that was with him. Jelly um, Roll. Yeah, Jelly Roll. Huge fan of him. And went to the show to meet him because he performed at American Idol and um, wanted. He's like, I need to find him. I need to find him. So um, I'm just really proud as a Polynesian man. I'm very proud of him as a Washington native coming from Federal Way. Um, it's cool to see because I, I uh, follow the Federal Way like court or whatever something like that of or the city of federal way page on facebook and seeing em tongi just being plastered everywhere is just super cool to see so this dude didn't wear shoes one episode that was no he was in sandals i was like dang they can't even hook him up with some some wide boys or something he didn't want to everybody everybody's a clown to me all the time because i'm in sandals or i'm barefoot walking around i was like man y'all love this dude yeah, yeah. His, like your it. feet fit in shoes, Jay. His, oh, yeah, yeah. his are like seeping out the sides, you know. Yeah, but I think that's the beauty of Ian, man. He's just unapologetically him. He's just he's just him. He's a young cat. Um, I was we were talking about this earlier. Um, shout out to DJ Lou Screws. Um, he was a local DJ here in um um Washington. He lives in Hawaii now, but also not just him, him and his wife had an entertainment company, a pro uh and they just ran a cool events for the Polynesian community here in the state of Washington. And um, he posted on Twitter a couple days ago talking about how proud he was. Oh, when he won, he was very proud of him. He was also with him in Hawaii when he performed. He was DJing at the event he was at. Um, but back when he was like 15 or 14, he did an event at an Auburn Mall. For those who know that it's the Super Mall here in Auburn, there's an outlet collection mall. And DJ Lustrous would do events there. And they had this little stage in the middle and they had everyone come in and you just see him. And he remembered, he wrote a tweet saying, I remember when I booked him to do an event when he was 15 years old and he was singing in the middle of the mall and no one cared. Well, now people are listening now when he won American Idol. I thought that's just, that was really powerful because I, I do remember that I walked in the mall and I saw this kid. I was like, who's this kid singing? Like, bro, it's super, like it's super out of, out of the norm. When you walk into a mall, you just see a, you know, a kid with a guitar singing. You're like, all right. Um, sounded great. Um, you've seen covers and I was like, cool, but, um, shout out DJ Blue Screech for always believing in him and, um, always giving him a platform when he lived out here in Washington. I think he still does, but now he's America's idol. Come on. Proud of that dude, man. I don't know if you like, like saw the part of the, where he was jelly roll was showing Joe Rogan, the, um, the clip. But he was like, "Oh, I want to get his contract. I need to be in on that." Yeah. Um. Like, who, who in the music industry should mentor young Em, or like, 
Like, what artists can you see, like, EM following in that lane? Because there's not, I don't know, as far as in American music, there's not a lot of island reggae. But honestly, the the pipeline, the pipeline here was Jay Book. You know, he's out the first, well, he was the first Polynesian Grammy winner, right? For his album, his reggae album. Yeah. Um, And that, like, let's do it again. So many random people know that song all over the country, you know? They're playing that song in England. Justin Bieber knows that song. Like... Yeah. Remember PME and Chris Brown did their like their their version of that, right? Um, so I mean, if he needs to work with anybody, it needs to be like guys like that, you know, and then they can mainstream him because there really isn't anybody on on the mainland that really works with him. I mean, you could talk about Bruno because he's from Hawaii, but anybody that really understands him, that's a short list. So I feel yeah. like he should just keep working with, you know, I know Fiji's gonna want to get his hands on him. You know, people like that, Common Kings. Common Kings toured with so many big names here in this in the States. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people are going to want to get their hands on this kid. I mean, I could see him doing, like, soundtracks for Disney movies. I could see him doing, like, oh, all time, you know, like that Moana movie. Like, he's going to pop up on that soundtrack somewhere, oh, you know? Oh, and 100%. Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, and Lilo and Stitch, too. 100%. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's so, no way. Like, and this is the right be time for him. What if he That's was right? <laughs> this is the perfect time for him to arrive with those two big blockbusters coming out. Couldn't have like, done it, yeah. Couldn't have done a better time. And yeah. Lil Mermaid, they're probably pissed off because like he was too late, you know. Like that movie's about to come out. Like, Imagine hey, you staying under the sea, you know. Bro. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. You know who? I, you know, I love that pig, Jay. I think, or you know, I would actually go a different route, right? Because I, I think a lot of times our Polynesian artists have gone to this mold where. Yes, because like Jay Book obviously became more world renowned. Yeah, like he became more like people were listening to him worldwide. Um, but sometimes, like this is like where I don't want him to fall into doing the Jawaiian reggae route. Yes, that's his mold and that's where he started. But I think what I loved what he started with with the James Bond song was seeing how versatile he can be. You know what I mean? Like he can get into those spaces and be able to like man and grow. And James Blunt like was touched. Like obviously we all were. But the person who wrote the song was like, man, this kid's a star. Like, this yeah. kid needs to. And so, like, bro, too. hear me out. Hear me out, though. You know what would be really cool if he could rub shoulders with is Chris Stapleton. The reason why I say that was because, like, man, though he's around the country space, like, Chris Stapleton has very ties with blues on that side. I can see him, like, experimenting a little bit more. Like, I would love to see that side. <sighs> Yeah, but here's my here's my thing. He's very young. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's a very he's a kid, and like you so said, we talked about his story. You know, his pops is gone. So like the people that right now that I think he should be around is people that understand. Understand, him, you yeah. know, and that'll that'll actually disagree, have yeah. his best interests at heart, and that'll take yeah, care yeah. of him. Because if you throw him into the deep end right now, like he's a sweetheart. You saw him. Like you, like we know Polynesians. You know, like yeah. they're they're sweethearts, and so they'll like nod their head and they'll trust people so like here in the states you know like he'll he'll he's gonna mainstream anyways he's like the biggest star in america right now and in lots of lots of the world right now he's been played all over the world but i feel like he's so young right now and he's still so tender-hearted you know like he needs to be around the people that know how to make music for him 
and yeah, understand I, him. So, I mean, yeah, I think I'm wrong when it comes to because I think I'm more so. Yeah, I think what you're saying is right because I think where I was more so saying was influence of like getting into different types, but mentor like you're talking more like a mentorship type. Yeah, like he needs a oh Jay Book. He yeah. needs a he needs a mentor. I don't he that. needs a mentor. Sean Kingston. What you think? <laughs> no. Yeah, Kingston, no. <laughs> no, no, Mike. But, but I mean, I can see him singing those types of songs. Oh, like, like yeah. very poppy reggae. Oh yeah. That but he's always gonna style. need to make. But he needs. He's to... always gonna want to like make. Um, know, how do you say this? He's not gonna want to make like songs that are outside of his character. You know, yeah. he's not the type to go make like a banger. You know, like that. I don't think that'll ever be his niche. So I mean, he'll make songs that you play all summer. You know, he's yeah. gonna make sad songs for the rest of his life, or just like you know, like reggae, like summer songs. You know, he can mix in with some like Latino music. You know, he could like do the whole beach vibe. There's artists that live on that their whole careers. You know, those like well, staying in one niche. What part? What um, poly artists you want to see him collab with? Bug man, oh, I want to see him Common, BG, bro, Common Kings. I mean, he, bro, he sent Kaloi Kai. I want to see him like, like bring life back into Kaloi Kai's career. He already, he already did, <laughs> Mr. Cowboy, yeah. guys. I'm telling you, that would be the collab of all country. Collabs. That's a, oh, yeah. a country collab. <laughs> hey man, country music's yeah. evolving. For this guy, countrified a fuck like polified, countrified a Beatles song, two Beatles songs, yeah. Like I was saying, like that's I like them more than I like any A Beatles song other than those two. Mike, we talked Honestly. about that, did we? we yeah, bro, someone messaged hot, the fucking hot thing. take, bro. They were hot like take. that Beatles take will come people will come for you. I don't care, bro. Don't care. Wait, what'd you say about the Beatles? They're mid. They're mid, bro. What'd you mean, bro? I'm sorry, bro. I actually personally love their solo projects. Like I think all their solo projects were better than the Beatles. Like Bringing what's that song called Wait, by uh, John Lennon? Like John Lennon sing a solo, like when Paul McCartney yeah, they all them, made solo albums. And man, yeah, yeah, may yeah, say I'm a dreamer, <laughs> but I'm not the only one. And I love that Michael Jackson owns all their music. Love so it. Do I. But I don't know, Stu. I don't know. Like I their, respect their them music for where they are. Yeah, like and time goes on, so like we're not gonna like have the same kind of like. I don't know, ties to their music as we would if we grew up like 30, 40 years ago, right? Yeah, but obviously. They're just, I don't know. They're just, uh, they're, like you hear their influence in so much rock music over the years, you know? And they're still like playing those damn songs in just about every movie that comes out in the summer, you know? I hear Come Together right now. Yeah. Like I hear that in freaking so many movies every year. Like The not- whole world wasn't racist, man. <laughs> It wouldn't have been them. <laughs> nah. Been, Who really killed John Lennon? No, Lil Richie. <laughs> yeah, give him his flowers. <laughs> I can't believe Lil Richie's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, man. No. Yeah. I There's don't. a lot of people that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that some people would say Missy Elliott. <laughs> yeah, she's going in. <laughs> she's going in. Like they put, they put like some people deserve it, right? Like NWA, they deserve it, but like Lil Richie, bro. He's not in the freaking. Is, is there a hip hop Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think so. Um, probably, probably. But NWA, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, they all kind of branch from the same tree, you know. Hip hop, rock, it all just branches like blues, jazz, like all that stuff. It all just kind of came from the same places, right? But yeah, I don't know, man. 
like after after watching that that Elvis movie too, I was just like, damn, this dude just his whole influence is black music from the south, you know. I love me some bro. gospel black. I'm not gonna be started with Elvis, bro. Elvis Presley, bro. God tier, God tier artist, bro. Love his. Listen, music. you love Elvis, but you God tier glutton. <laughs> I can't even what. They, they bro, were, you're gonna, are you trying to compare them with the freaking Beatles, bro? Come on now. Yes. Elvis Presley was him. He was impact him. On oh, impact. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, obviously, absolutely. absolutely. Elvis came like before, Elvis. right? Before the yeah. Beatles, yeah, I was came before yeah. the Beatles. Just Elvis before, started yeah. it, bro. He started. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but, but hey, I mean, man, Lil, like I said, Lil Richie, he's in the background of all of it. He kicked it with the Beatles. He kicked it with Elvis. Oh no, he's the eight yeah, off his plate, what, bro. Yeah, Lionel Richie should be up there. I don't know why. Not Lionel Richie, Lil Richie. <laughs> Lil Richie. Oh, <laughs> Lil Rob, I'm so dumb. <laughs> Lil Richie. Not the That's American the guy on the piano, Idol. right? The guy on the piano. Lil Richie, oh, yeah. Man. He plays a little piano. He played everything, dude. I know, but I think he was mostly known for like leading from piano, the like grand piano. Yeah. Guitar, down. piano, whatever. But yeah. I mean, staying in the ropes of music, I mean, we were talking about hip hop, right? Like um, in our notes today, I was talking about like, I'm really excited with like just the summertime comes. And I, I think that's where mainly music, besides Christmas time, like the summer, I always think about like my summertime playlist, right? And in the summer, we have some cool stuff coming out. Um, but even the local space, man, um, I'm really excited. In June 23rd, a local rapper who I've been a fan of since he released his stuff, and Bomb's very own Travis Thompson's coming out with his album June 23rd. He took a couple couple year hiatus. Yeah, Mike, like it was. Yeah, yeah. What do you like want to talk he, about that? Uh, so he dropped like a little uh video, I guess. What would you call that, Stu? Yeah, like a video just a promo like, video, promo, promo video yeah. for the album. Like kind of detailing the journey it's been from start to where he is now, and man, he's killing shit. I'm not gonna lie. I love he's on, he, episode of Reservation Dogs. That's fucking sick. Yeah, we got uh, a local celebrity on the promo video. Yeah, Coda. Coda Fiso. It was so cool to see him on it. I was like, oh my god, that's my nephew. Come here. I know that's the front cover too. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, well, even he was in the promo video, and I just saw him like walking, like he's holding him. And Cody, I was like, "Oh, look at Cody!" Oh, yeah, 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 because they yeah. shot like a little bit of a music video or something for yeah. it. And they showed like they panned it, and it was like, well, I think it was still the album cover. Like they were, it was the shoot for the album cover, and I just see him holding. Um, who's the producer? The guy that you you Jake, Jake one Jake one was holding him, and so like he was holding him, and he just see Coda looking around like this. I was like. Oh, it's Coda. Dude, this guy. What a legend. But uh, I'm really excited. We were talking about uh, – we I had an interaction with um, with Travis Thompson back when I was working at Target. And um, back in 2021 when we had to enforce masks. And so he walked in. I was at the front door, and I see him walk through the store. And I'm like, bro, I know this guy. And so he walked towards the grocery. I went to him. and was like, hey, are you Travis Thompson? He's like, dude, what? How can you, you tell? I'm like, bro – I know, I know greatness when I see him, bro. And when I say that, I don't say that just to like gas him up. Like I, when he came out back in the time in 2017 in um, Macklemore's album with Davey Cornerstone, Corner Store, Corner Store. Um, but he's had uh, projects out before that. But it's just cool to hear him and I'm really excited. That's going to be on my summer playlist. What's it called? Reservation. Uh, happiness, I think. Happiness. Oh yeah, that album's coming. Oh out. no, Wolves and White Tees. Sorry. Yeah, Wolves, Wolves and White Tees. Yeah, 
it's a really good too. Like the promo video was very like passionate. It was very um he's went through a hiatus, um, really struggling with some stuff, lost a lot of friends along the way, and um dealing with like alcohol and stuff like that. And so it was really cool to see and really cool, really excited for that project. And it's gonna be on my summer playlist, but um, but yeah, what what's up? What are like our some of your summer playlists, Jay? What are like songs that you got for your summer playlist? Are you ready about what artists and why? Um, why? Come on, honestly, man. Put a song, honestly, man. When it comes to mu- new music, I rely on like you guys a lot. I listen to you guys when you guys tell me to go listen to somebody. But my summer playlist always has like Latin music. It always has you know R and B summer songs. I don't know. It kind of doesn't really change that much. I'll add like one or two songs a year. Right to my summer playlist, but as long as it's funky, man, it gets people going at the pool. You know, pretty much feel good music, reggae music. You know, so nothing, nothing too crazy. Yo, Mike, what about you, bro? What about you? Uh, you already know. Gotta have some ice spice on there. That Princess uh, Diana with Nicki Minaj. I like that song. Go to my did it. Yeah, boy's a liar. Boy's a liar. Do you say that I'm good enough? Girl, am I good enough? Think about shit that I shouldn't have. <laughs> That's a classic. That's going into the Hall of Fame, I think, right there. Um, so nice and with no. some Doja. Oh, yeah. Even though Doja hates her fans. Oh, 100%. Man, Doja hates herself sometimes. For real. It must be tough. She called herself some weird name online. She was just like, I'll now be known as like, Kringle mix something something. I was like, what the heck? She's like, I'm no longer Doja Cat. She came up with some crazy name. She's wilding. <laughs> do whatever she wants. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, no, uh, I like that new Post Malone song that came out last week. Morning, you hear that one? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, that one's that one's nice. I like that one. Um, what else I got? That. Little baby song you was listening to when uh you came into the to the chat, Stu. Banger. It's like that was a banger. Something about crack. <laughs> something about crack. D- no, it was dub baby, sorry. Dub I was like, yeah, it was like I said, I thought it was called dub baby. <laughs> I was like, wait. Yeah. All I seen is going jumping on the chat. I start going on the mic invites me on. And I see it and I'm like, bro, I see his ass shaking. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's like and it was only one, it was one part of the video, and then it goes to like the rest of hands, the rest of the video. I'm like, couldn't be a the baby without some cheeks shaking, you know what I mean? So yeah, what else, Mike? What else you got? What what else you got put us on one of some of your songs of the of the summer albums of the summer? Of the summer, I mean it's only May, Stu, so Bro, but like we got like two weeks. Two weeks till it's, summer. Uh, I like that Ray Schremer not so bad. You heard that Ooh, one? Yeah, yeah. The lean's gone cold. I'm wondering why. Bro, when I saw that TikTok was gas when he first did it. Yeah, when he first dropped it, I was like, oh, okay. And then he dropped the real song. I was like, oh. Okay, King. Uh, Serotonin Moonbeams by Mm. the Blessed Madonna. Ooh. I like that one. I'm not going to lie. I like that one song, the Dylan Brooks song. It's called The Law of Recognition by by KYS Lingo. This one. Yeah, the Shanghai Sharks' very own. <laughs> no, <it's kidding. laughs> hey. 
Yeah. yeah, I don't know why, but that song just makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's freaking weird, man. I was listening to the lyrics. I was like, what the fuck? This song's hecka weird. Hella it's hella sad. Like, we should have known that if, if that was the song he was really dancing to, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. a sad song. No wonder <laughs> he was going through some things. It was it was a call for help. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird, man. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I also like a riffraff song, The Silhouette of the Pinnacle. Been slapping that. Ain't no way. <laughs> Dude, riffraff is a legend, bro. Y'all be playing uh, some country, too. Even though me and Stu were talking about how Morgan Wallen freaking all his ticket prices are like $800. Like, yeah, Lord have mercy. For him to scream his voice away. I know. That's pretty jacked up. What do you think about that, Mike? What he did? Did he like refund he lost, people? I think he refunded them, but he like didn't tell them that he had oh, lost his voice. Oh, yeah. And they had that thing up on the, yeah, he had it up on the screen. Like, oh, I'm sorry, but he will not be performing tonight. Like, he didn't even come out and say nothing to them. I'm like, so you just had all these people come here, show up to the venue. You know what I mean? Yeah, he probably was just like, sucking a big dick and poked him the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to be good to go, but. It's nah, he's just probably arguing arguing late at night like he did when he almost got canceled. Yeah. Good thing he. Well, now, he's on like a six-week now, like vocal rest so he had to cancel a lot of festivals concerts like i think originally wasn't he supposed to perform in washington this summer or was it i don't know if it was already so it was only supposed to be the fall but probably at that country one you know probably. What I'm yeah probably the uh, redneck festival oh um what was it called uh, uh the one in the gorge yeah First. fuck why can't i think of it it's like so rednecky Jay, you know about oh, it. You're talking about you're talking about watershed. 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 Man, if everyone knows in Washington, the gorge is where they do all like Paradiso for the all the ravers. Best they conference. have Sasquatch for all the freaking meth heads. And meth- have you guys been to the gorge? Yeah. I went to I've been to Watershed. I've been to Paradiso. I've been to I haven't been to Sasquatch. That I don't think they do Sasquatch anymore, but they used to do it back in the Honestly, day. Honestly, watershed goes the hardest. Like the the craziest videos come out of Watershed. I don't know. Paradiso, man. That's where, like, I don't know why. This is going to turn a dick and darn turn, but we lost. I lost a high school buddy over there. I know. I was going to say, somebody's popping like 10 mollies. Yeah, bro. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. I mean, they go crazy over there. But but the reason I'm saying that is just because I think that Watershed has taken the crown for the craziest festival for the past couple years. Oh, like for the sure. Craziest stuff has come out of Watershed in the last two, three years. It's I mean, raunchy, bro. Country people like crazy. I love, I love country music. Fans country. are privileged. Raunchy, it's a real country raunchy. Fan. They begin yeah, they know they're not going to in the random ass parking lot. They don't give a fuck about consequence. They're like cops, but the cops. Yeah, bro. I ain't worried about that shit. Now they're smart. They got a bunch of thin blue line flags on the back of their trucks. Imagine that. All the fake cowboys here in Washington that freaking live in the city. I'm like, why do you guys have a 250? It's like you're you from, bro. Mobile, shut your bro. mouth, bro. You from Bellevue, bro. Shut your mouth, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm yeah, like, bro. You guys, bro. This is uh, I know that's for all the all the wannabes, wannabe apologetically them when they go out to freaking 
watershed. You can see cowboy boots and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, you're from Seattle, bro. <laughs> like, you're, like, like, I know you got those boots from Nordstrom's. Yeah, bro. It's like, stop. I'll say cosplay was whack. Oh, I was good. You're just like a skinless furry right now. Oh, bro, (laughs) exactly, bro. But I rock with country, man. I mean, here's some of the songs I have, like some albums I have. Uh, I'm not even gonna talk about country right now. I'll start with this. Um, Don Tolliver, um, R&B artist, came out with an album called Love Sick 2023. Fire, y'all should check it out. That's my song. Like that whole album, like I didn't skip a single song in that album. Was so good, Don Tolliver. It's one of my favorite people. Remember when that song came out LJ, on TikTok? Do you guys remember? And I had no na-na, idea. Na-na, na-na. It's a yeah, that song was banger. But um, that album was sick. Um, y'all know me. I'm a big Russ guy. Came out of a couple of songs and um, nasty. That song nasty, raunchy. I've been rocking, rocking a lot of those songs from Russ this summer. Um, a lot of uh, I've been really listening to some blast of the past. Funny blast of the past. Um, I'll do blast his albums like No Love Lost, Before You Go, which was last year, Six State, which is 2021. Such great summer bangers. That California feel, like the beats are all very California esque type beats, and um, they're just good for like when you're riding with your top down with your car. Put the top down. You know, you just listen. You bumping that in your whatever car you're driving. Just so good. Um, I think the benefits of having TikTok and social media, you get to find people like. Um, have you guys ever heard a guy named Nick D from TikTok? Nick D. Yeah, he's a. <laughs> no. D's just the first letter of his last name, but it just that's what he goes by, Nick D. It re- um, it sounds like when you read it, it sounds kind of weird. It's kind of a weird name, Nick D. Right? Like it Is it N I C? Yeah, N I C. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll play a song for you. He he has some good bangers out there, bro. He does this song. It's almost like um, this guy. Yeah, he's a he, he has some bangers, bro. It's almost like Steve Kerr's son's name. He does a, he does a song called uh, right. this song called Seth. He does. This is not what I expected from this beat. Hello, pretty baby. My name's I don't mean to bother you. I just thought you looked like somebody I started talking to. If I had a dollar for every time that I thought of you, I would be the richest man alive from just the thought of you. I like your face, the dose of serotonin. This one? That sounds like a song you would like. But here's like kind of a more like uh like it's kind of a cool like hit more hip hop. Hey, Poppy. Let me see. If I'm guilty of the balling on my job, if you think I hit a wobble, I'm sorry. That's not him. It's him. Him rapping. His rapping's pretty good. Sorry. I just want to get them back. They don't understand me. Man, I'm in here sitting down. I'm still outstanding. They keep trying to shut us down. Yeah, so check it out. Nick Holland, Tom Ho- Tom Holland. He's Nick not better D. than Jack Harlow. Hey, <laughs> Tom Harlow. Dude, Jack Harlow, do you two, uh, you see Machine, Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> Trying to diss this guy. <laughs> Bro, do you remember that episode where you said uh, it's like he got worked so, uh, MGK got worked so hard he went uh, pop? Or he went rock or yeah, something like that. Now he's yeah. back again, bro. It's like 
Oh, he's rapping again. Yeah, yeah he bro. did a song with Corday, right? Yeah, Corday. And I'm he like, uh, Corday, why you do that, bro? And then he dissed. <laughs> and then he dissed um, Jack Harlow. Because so he really just. So my guy's really just out here doing the Miley Cyrus thing. <laughs> yeah. He did. He's just my guy's just every genre. Fucking, he was reacting to something like Jack Harlow says. Jack Harlow's like, I'm the best rapper since M, best white rapper since M. <laughs> and then Machine Gun Kelly takes offense to that, and then writes a diss about him. It's like, bruh, he I'm was never a- the top white rapper. Like, if anything, it was Mac Miller. Yeah, Mac Miller number two. Absolutely, Mac. Mac Miller. Absolutely, Mac, Mac Miller number. Wait, you said? Are you saying Mac Miller was number one uh, since That's M? A, oh yes, since I was M. about to say. I thought you were to tell him he's better than M. I'm like, eh. I mean, some people could make that argument, but Eminem sold Flow-wise, so many yes. records, too no, many no. records for a decade. Bro, I like G Easy better than freaking Machine Gun Kelly. Oh. Yeah, same. No, I'll right. tell you. No, I'll tell you this, and a lot of y'all probably might not know this. Besides Mike, bro, I think Yellow Wolf was better than freaking Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, you don't yes. even know. You don't even I know. I think so. Yellow Wolf was better. Pop the trunk on you. No, Mike. Well, honestly, can I go back to Mike's point? I actually, I think I might agree with you, man. I don't know. I per- so personally, I do believe Eminem's number one on the intro when it comes to the artist. But when it comes to f- like flow of what I like. Definitely was Mac Miller was like Donald Trump. That song was it's what put me on with uh, what put me on with Mac Miller. Like that song was man. honestly. And then we're forgetting about like the goat of our childhood of white rappers, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I think he only half qualifies, you know, man. His name is Aubrey. Aubrey. Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. Y'all know that song uh, by Mac Miller though, Donald Trump. Mike, I think you put yeah, me on that song when I was when we were younger. I think you you yeah, showed me dude, that. Song. Mac I, Miller uh, ran our our high school lives. He did. He really did though. Such I a, like Kool Aid and frozen pizza. That was my introduction yeah. to mm. Mac Miller. It's a work of art. I ain't talking Mona Lisa. Rest the <laughs> piece of the goat, man. Now he was a Ariana Grande ruined him. <laughs> I mean, I think drugs ruined him, but I mean, hey man, come on! It wasn't the drugs. It was. It was, Pete, uh, it was Pete's fault. Pete's. <laughs> I was Pete talking about Pete will smash your bitch. You better be careful. <laughs> Damn, nah, dude. Keep Pete away. Yeah, man. <laughs> Well, that was a great music like segment. I think we're really excited for some like we're trying. If you have some real new music for us, man, let us know songs that we can play this summer. I mean, we're still in the springtime. We got a couple weeks until the summer, but um, some really good stuff coming on. But kind of yeah, like what's sick. that summer banger gonna be? Um, I know. I think it hasn't dropped yet. Who's the artist? It hasn't dropped. Who do you guys yet. think the artist is gonna be to drop it? Drake. Or like Facts. Justin Bieber. <laughs> I know he hasn't put out any since the Peaches album. I forgot what the album's called. Justice is that was his album called? The one that just came out? Yeah, it was Justice. Uh-huh. I think it was Justice. That yeah, we're waiting on that song. Maybe that's the Peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> President of the United States. <laughs> is that what's no, called? The Jack Black one. Oh, one Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking the Peaches so song. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's gonna be a song that'll drop that'll play nonstop everywhere for three months. Yeah, 
It's probably gonna be an electronic song, honestly. Probably, like a Lenium or something. Yeah, like an electronic mixed with another genre. That would be good. I mean, as we all like go through like thinking about our summer playlists and enjoying the summer, enjoying the good weather. There's some people that have to recalibrate and get ready for the next season. Uh, as we know, the Lakers um, had to take a bit of a bit of a sweep to this past. Uh, what was it? Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did. <laughs> Alvin, where'd you go? Where'd you go? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, but for yeah, those, who- well, what can we say, Stu? You know they got swept, and the Celtics didn't, and I'm fucking pissed. They won tonight, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Okay, it's it's now what three one. Yeah. Jeez. Man. Well, were they were playing in Boston, weren't they? No, um, they were in Miami. Yeah, but second second game in Miami. Dang. Second game in Miami. It's one one. So <sighs> what's your so as we uh talk about that, LG's probably <laughs> What are our predictions? I'm not doing well. For the finals? For the finals, yeah. Who we who do we got the final? Obviously we got the Nuggets in the West. Who we got in the East? Uh, probably the Heat. Let's be real. It's going to be the Celtics Heat. Go, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be really pissed. Uh, here's the annoying thing about it, that the Heat didn't close it out tonight, is that they're going back to Boston. So Boston could win game five. Yeah. And then they have to go back to, to Miami, which means that they're going to they're gonna probably play until Saturday and then – or Sunday. And then the final starts, starts when? Next Tuesday? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, Friday or Saturday they'll play too. Damn, these dudes so, have a week. Sorry, I hate to like put a soul on the wood, bro. Man, the Nuggets got a whole week to practice and rest. <laughs> but we'll see because Miami beat Boston in game one and two in Boston. So it's yeah. possible they could clean up and Boston just took their their win, which means that they're gonna Miami's gonna bounce back harder to get the next one. But it is in Boston. It is in Boston. You know those fans are hell racist. So, um, <laughs> but then they take. So they're gonna be screaming. Didn't the Heat take the first two at at Boston? Yeah, that's what yes. I just said. Yeah. yeah, they took the first two in Boston. Oh, okay. That's crazy. That's wild, man. So, I, what are your what are your predictions, Michael? I got Denver in six. It's gonna go Denver. Denver Heat, Denver Heat, Denver. <laughs> it's not bad. Jay, what Here's about the you? Thing. Here's the thing. The Nuggets, they're going to be your 2023 champions. There's no way. They're too deep. They're all firing on all cylinders. They play really well together. Um, yeah, I don't think that anybody's going to have an answer for Murray right now, you know? Just because he has – they have a similar thing to what Shaq and Kobe had, right, where Shaq just – he's just like the son, right? So everything just gets pulled in, and Kobe has freedom to play one-on-one. That's essentially what Murray's got right now. He's playing one-on-one out there. He's hot right now. Um, yeah, he's unstoppable right now. So, like, it is going to be very difficult to beat him. And then you sprinkle in uh, – what's his name? Nathan Hale's very own. Michael Porter Jr. Um, yeah, he's pretty good. Michael Porter Jr. 
Ben Gordon grab rebounds to alleviate some pressure off of Aaron uh, or Aaron Gordon alleviate some pressure off of a uh, Jokic. They're just tough. They're really tough to beat. Um, yeah, it's a, it's really annoying. <laughs> but I don't see how Miami beats them. They don't have enough. No, you know? I don't think so either. Um, a lot of Miami's players are hurt too. Like their their key guys are hurt. So I mean, yeah, I think Mike's right. It might even go five games. I, I, I'm shooting towards more five. I think that's what I, I mean. Could... Oh, no, 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 fish your thought. Um, yeah, I think I can see the Nuggets winning game one, two, and three mm-hmm. in Miami, you know, and still in one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, per- I have, okay. I have them, I have them winning in five for sure. Um, Tyler Hero comes back. Possibly, he just got cleared for uh, non basketball activities. So. He needed to do a Murray though. He needs to take a hiatus, man. I think he needs to sit this one out. Murray, like what? It's been out for what two years? Been out for he was Kinda. supposed to come. Back, he he was supposed to come back like fully last season. And I, man, I mean, Joker like was short for the past couple years, and because of this, the dynamic of not having Murray and. Murray has just been lining it up this offseason. Watching him, it's been cool to watch him to come back and looking like the Murray one, the Murray that went against Lonzo back in the rookie season. It's like seeing him being that competitor, the guy that just being hungry and nasty and tenacious as a, a f- offensive player and a defensive player. And so putting up those points, man, huge load off jo- uh, Joker's back too, especially when it comes to the I disagree. It has not been cool to watch. Huh? I said pause because you uh, said huge load on Joker's back. <laughs> you you disagree on what? On what, on what side? Oh, I disagree that it was fun to watch. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. My bad. My fault. My fault. <laughs> You're like, dang, this guy just hit the most ridiculous, awkward shot I've ever seen. Yeah. And he right. fucking swished it the coldest <laughs> as the fucking shit was expiring. Well, yeah. You know how that happened like five times. And you're just like so many times. I'm gonna be honest. It's unguardable. He looks like he plays in flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Because the, the final score what one thirteen and one eleven. Yeah. Yeah, man. Rough, look, man. this dude just watching him play basketball is just so freaking annoying. Like he looks like he looks like he. He just got burned on the bottom of his feet, on both of his feet. That's how he walks around. <laughs> like, like he's walking on hot coals, like they do in like India or something. Like, he looks ridiculous. You know, I hate him. You know who the NBA should thank for this man's success? Who? Darko Milicic. Because <laughs> yeah, Joker's brother, Jokic's brothers, were teammates and roommates. With Darko, and they <laughs> saw his fucking shit collapse and how it was just all bad, and they were like, "Oh hell no!" So they moved to Denver with their brother and just kept a close eye on him, made sure he couldn't do shit. And look at him now, monster. Monster. about monster. to win the league. He he got denied the season MVP, but he he's probably gonna win the finals MVP. Oh, hundred percent. There, hey, no I, will, I will say this: those two brothers. I don't appreciate how they uh, were talking shit to Jack. All right, I don't like that. <laughs> shit to the OG on his way out the stadium. Like you guys better chill out. But they called the goons on you over in in, in freaking South Central outside the stadium. 
Yeah, bro. You're really <laughs> These guys are like six Morgan. nine each. Yeah, <laughs> take mean. that shit back to Yugoslavia, where the fuck you guys are from. <laughs> Serbia, 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 bro. No, yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck Russia, Serbia, wherever the fuck they're from. I mean, I mean, this like next the question because we came out with the predictions, but our the next question is, I mean, there's a lot of speculation when it comes to LeBron James and what's next. I mean, the comments that he said, right, Mike? Did you guys see the comments that he said? That because yeah, I think they he wasn't them, sure. Yeah. There's, I mean. Like you just ask somebody who got swept, who the, who like expects great things of themselves and of everyone around them. Of course he's gonna be fucking pissed, and he's just hiding yeah, like, inside. Yeah, Jay, that's why every you... time you see a great fighter get knocked out, right, in a fight that they're probably supposed to win, at the end of the fight they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna reevaluate my life." Like, yeah, I bet because you're like demoralized right now. Yeah, like LeBron just got freaking goose egged. That f- this weird fat white dude look like Butterbean at seven foot tall. <laughs> his facial expressions, bro. He looks like he's fucking clowning, bro. He looks like he's trolling the whole game. Like... Oh, 100%, bro. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, bro, he plays like that one super unathletic white yeah. dude at the YMCA yeah. that just scores every Buckets. time. Like, Buckets you just don't understand. Why he's scoring? The ball just keeps going in. It's so ugly, man. I I hate how he plays, but you can't deny the goat, man. You can't deny it. He just figured it out. Like he knows how to use his body perfectly. Yeah. Like he can't jump very high. (laughs) He got got no yeah hook, bro. The hook shot is just so clean. And he's such a nice guy. So I like. I don't want to sit here and talk all this smack about him, but he's honestly just. He's a bitch, honestly. <laughs> like he did it off your kid. You should have suspended him for pushing Matt Ashiba. <laughs> I mean, honestly, damn, man. I don't know. 17 to 0. All right. That's all I got to say. Fuck those guys. They got no championships. Yeah. Not to have one, though. Hopefully. Maybe. Miami and four. Fuck those guys. <laughs> um, well, I mean, leading to that question, I mean, when it comes to LeBron, like, what what's your speculation of that? Like, like he comes back to L.A., like, is he going to, like, is there going to be a lot of change on, in the L.A. bench and L.A. just team as a whole? Like, yeah, what, what's yeah. your thoughts, Jay? Like, because you're the Laker fan. Are you a Laker fan too, Mike? Yep, sure Oh, I so, so I want to hear from you too because I, you guys have, like, I want to know what are some, what are some key changes that need to be made for the Lakers uh, camp? Go ahead, Mike. I'm I'm just really emotional right now. Uh, I'm gonna say we're gonna trade Anthony Davis for Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes. Yes. Um, uh, just something like along those lines. Get rid of fucking everybody who sucked dick sitting on the end of the bench. Uh, Mo Bamba. I don't know. He might be good, but he just had. He's so unhealthy. Keep him. Like, Keep him. Yeah, he's seven three. I think that he might come in handy. Hey, you guys have Mo Bamba? Yeah, bro. Yeah. He was hurt like the whole fucking wow. time. Okay. They rumored he was rumored to come back yeah. if they made it to a game six, but that would have been stupid. Um, but yeah, honestly, I think I don't want to trade Anthony Davis, but we don't have any picks either, so it's like we can't really trade for a superstar because they would want picks with Anthony Davis. So they're gonna want. So like I was, I was listening to the Kyrie trade talk. And they're going to want the house, man. They're going to want everything for him. 
Um, they won't ask for AD or LeBron. I mean, they might entertain it, but I mean, I just feel like we need to hold on to AD because if we hold on to AD, like he had a good playoffs. He was healthy. He had a good playoffs. I was proud of the way he played a few off nights, but you know what happens? I think people are really downplaying how well he did on defense. And even though he had nights where he didn't score that well, he was playing really good defense on everybody. And I think that's really unfortunate that they were just bagging on him. But just imagine if, you know, we get Mo Bamba going. Now you have those two seven-footers in the paint, you know, kind of like what the Lakers used to do with Bynum and Gasol. So, I mean, I think you need to keep AD. He's too talented. He's like one of like three other centers in the league that can do what he does. So, I mean, yeah, keep him. But you're right. Everybody else not named Rui, Reeves, LeBron, AD, Mo Bamba. Maybe Schroeder, uh, too. I like Schroeder. Schroeder, Schroeder can stay. Schroeder can stay. Ever since Everybody he else, though, up his contract, I'm with it. What about D'Angelo? I thought he did a solid job. He's freaking ass cheeks. In the Warriors series, he was better. Yeah, he was good in the that, – that's probably why. He did good in the Warriors series. Man, he's a snitch, bro. Ever since that shit happened, it's get him out in L.A. Get him out. <laughs> yeah, I think he's – Got this, dude. He was disappointing as fuck. He couldn't play defense, so it was like double negative. I mean, that's what he did at Brooklyn. It was the same thing. He had no defense in Brooklyn either. Like, bro, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, he's a scorer. Like, why can't you score the basketball? You know, we're not asking for much. But, like, hit one out of maybe the nine threes you take. We need you to be the Robert Ori, bro. Come on now. <laughs> you ain't got to play defense. You ain't got to do anything anything flashy. But I will say a positive thing is, though, and, Mike, you made a good point when we were having a conversation about it, that the Lakers really didn't have a lot of time to play together since the trade deadline. And so the fact that they took this team and kind of with duct tape and super glue and they made it to the Western Conference like finals or championship, they just played a much better team that was healthier. They played together all year. And depth, very and depth, depth, highly talented team. They just played a better team, and it was gonna. It, we always knew it was gonna be hard to beat the Nuggets. Um, I wasn't sure if they were gonna beat the Nuggets. I just didn't think we were gonna get goose egged like that and get swept. I thought it was gonna <laughs> go six or seven games. You know, I, did I was too. like, mm-hmm. if it goes, if it goes six games, then L.A. LA might be in the driver's seat, but if it goes seven games, I was like, "Yo, we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose that series." Like, if it goes back to Denver in Game Seven, you know. But man, I didn't think it was gonna be 0-4. Those big stupid Serbians talking shit to Jack. <laughs> Protect Jack Nicholson at all costs. He's no a way. national treasure. Okay, he's a national treasure. Oh man, he looked decrepit too. Don't talk shit about him, okay? He's a national treasure. National treasure. She's Luis. I Not mean, she's Nicholas Cage gonna go looking for his ass and <laughs> ghost right and ghost writer it up. You know, I'm just I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, as we talk like about like the the conversation talks of like possibility of retiring or whatever. I don't. Know. He'll be Probably back. He'll, He'll be, be back. back. He doesn't I need mean, the money. Let's call it. But he does. Want to play with Bronny? So yeah, that requires two more years at least to play. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because he's not going to be one and done. Bronny's not going to be one and done at at USC. He's going to take that year, go off. I mean, she's Louise. Look at all the stars that are going there. Even I think uh, another star son, Dennis Robinson, son, transferred from Wazoo to USC to go play over there, so he's going to play with Bronny. And so he's definitely going to take some time to develop and get stronger. He's bro. I don't care what anyone says. Like I'm not. 
Cloud, I'm not, I'm not good trying to hop on that bandwagon because of like his name, but bro, he put some work in over at Sierra Canyon as a, in high school, bro. He's a he's a workhorse. Like he's not as tall as his dad. He's only like what six three, six three, six like six two, but he, he's a dog. He got bounce. He's aggressive at the board. Plays really good defense. So I'm excited to see him. I hope he makes it to the NBA. We'll we'll see. Um, but we probably were really sure that you know he'll come back and play um, for the Lakers and hopefully make a better run for next season. Um, but a guy that we are not going to have, right, who officially retired is our boy Carmelo Anthony, Syracuse's very own. Finally hung up his uh, his basketball shoes. And after 19, 19 seasons, bro, 19 years, the GOAT is sitting down, one of the most prolific scorers in NBA history. Ninth all time. Is taking a seat and saying, I'm done. So, bro, shout out to That him. motivated Denver. They like we're gonna get this in spite of you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. What are some what are some cool moments that you guys remember from back back uh back when um Carmelo Anthony? What's some cool like what was a cool memory that you had? Like one, what's some good cool memories from Carmelo Anthony's time playing? Um, I think I think one of my favorite things was when um I don't know that 09 playoff run. By LA. Mm. I played him in the Western Conference Championship and he was just beating the shit out of Kobe on the block for being honest. He's pushing mm. him around. I was just like, damn, this dude's big. Like, you didn't realize how big and strong he was, right? Mm. He stood next to Kobe, who's 6'6, and he just looked massive next to him, you know? And he's like so skilled on offense. It was so tough to stop him. He was like, he was like a little bit more skilled Tracy McGrady, but like big. He was a big, tough dude. So, yeah, in his prime, he was great. I think he got way too much hate over the years. I mean, he wasn't fortunate enough to, like, um, I don't know, play for organizations that set him up to succeed, you know? Like, he played for the Nuggets and the Knicks. Like, terrible franchises. Terrible <laughs> yeah. Franchises. Especially the Nuggets. Like, fuck those guys. Those are like, for decades, these guys fucking trash. Like, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony's trade them. turned into the Jamal Murray pick. Yeah, it did. It did, which is good. It's good for them, you know? Fuck them. But he uh, he didn't have, like, everybody's hating on him because, like, his style of play and yada, 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 yada. But they said the same things about, like, other guys that ended up winning titles because good things happen to them, you know? Um, they'll always be connected with LeBron and Dwayne Wade. But even Dwayne Wade, he got he went to Miami, which is one of the best franchises in the NBA. Like in the last like fifteen years, you know. So I mean, he gets way too much hate. Should have played a little bit more defense. Maybe take fewer threes at the top. Of the shuffle, <laughs> but he was dope, man. He was a culture, you know. He's a culture icon. Definitely represented New York basketball. It's like in your fucking face three pointer. How's that feel, dog? I'm like, damn. Yeah, I, I, I rock with Carmelo. Uh, I I thought his Knicks teams were kind of stacked. Yeah, in my opinion, like they should, insanity. They, they, they underperformed. Uh, not like so much that part, but like Iman <laughs> Stumper was still young and yeah. very talented. Uh, he has a Jr. Smith. Insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't forget Insanity. <laughs> yeah, Lynn Sanity, but Carmelo was not with Lynn Sanity. He had Amari too, right? Oh, he wasn't, huh? Yeah, Amari. He, he was with 
No, Mello was there. Landry Fields. Was sometimes. he? Yeah, I thought he was, but I don't. I mean, I could be wrong. He Mello was there. Was Mello was hurt, there, I believe, or something. He was like hurt. That. You're right. You're right. He was hurt, but he and was on the team. He came back though. and was like, "Nah, I don't. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is Mello sanity. For real, this is my city. Go get the rebound." I mean, right. I think a lot of cool. I mean, Mike, you still going? My fault if I cut you off, go ahead, bro. Do you? Have uh, no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I think cool. Like Carmelo's, because obviously with Carmelo, he never won a ship. So it's. I mean, he was with these organizations that were struggling at the time. But I think Carmelo, Carmelo's legacy is that like one, he was the first, uh, first Jordan signee as like yep. a brand deal, super dope. I mean, this guy like. This dude financially, I mean, he has made like a hundred plus million dollars in the NBA. 260. Like, two, 260? Was it 260? Oh my yeah. god. I undershot oh man, I undershot that. Like making the like multi-million dollars. Um, he has a bunch of business ventures. He's like he started his own businesses. Like this dude is stacked. I mean, his son is playing pretty uh competitive high school basketball right now. Um, so his legacy is yeah, like on. three families. So don't, don't he got another family going on on the side? People Dang. don't want to talk about that. I remember Dang, he just had a bro. commercial and he was like, I can focus on my son. And I was like, Is he about to say his daughter too? Oh, no. I mean, um, he showed a picture of her. Uh, yeah, he just said, My son. <laughs> but we don't know. We don't know if he has some kind of agreement with the other mother to, like, to talk, talk about, about his daughter. Yeah. yeah. But he showed, he showed a picture of her. He was able I was going to send a hit. Hmm. Oh, bro. I was such a dope couple, too. But yeah, I remember because it's funny. That's like my memory is like, yes, his play was dope when he played for the Nuggets, when he played for Syracuse. Like he was a dog. And then he played LeBron when they were in high school. You know, just it's cool, like stuff like that. But um, I think one of the real fondest memories I had of like really Carmelo Anthony was when Jerome, our boy Jerome. Jerome Pita. Uh, I remember we, he moved over to Washington. I see him wear these like freaking zesty old black and blue Carmelo Jordans. I'm like, bro, what is these things? Bro, bro those were fresh. I like they were those, fresh. Bro. And they're fresh now. But I was like, blue and black. The they're like black and powder blue with the like, yellow. Bro, on it. what is this zesty yeah, like shit right here, bro? Those were clean. Zesty. But I know. And then when you look at it, you're like, oh, damn, this was actually fire. And I just remember Jerome wore those and rocked them when we hooped. And I was like, damn, okay. I shared a locker in like eighth grade. Like my locker somehow always became the locker for every Samoan person. So it was like the community locker. Uh, yeah, and Rashid, he always had those shoes in the locker. Rest in peace, Rashid. Rashid always had the fresh, mellow Jays. I was like, damn, these are nice. I just look at them every day. I grab my book like, wow, those are fresh. I think yeah. – he got robbed for his rookie of the year. I think he should have been the rookie of the year, not LeBron. Um, mm. They won more games. His stats yeah. were better. Yeah. Go look it up. Go look no, it no, up. no. I don't. Just, yeah, I, I just think I can see it go both ways. It's because LeBron was LeBron. I mean, if you really think about it, they gave Mel such a bad rap, and LeBron was in my was in Cleveland. What ten years? The first stint, and no, they didn't win less. anything. What? Said less, probably. Because he, he like left when he was. He, he left when like he was twenty-eight, right? No, he left in two thousand and eleven. Was his first year in Miami? Because mm. Kobe had just won his title. Twenty ten, he was still with Cleveland. He made the decision in the off season, and then two, yeah, the two thousand ten eleven season, he was with Miami, I think. Mm. But. 
Sheesh. I don't know. I don't know. Man. But yeah. He's the best. So uh, like... What? has the most gold medals, right? That's oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That's on a world stage. So that, that, that could classify you as the best basketball player ever. I mean, really think about it, right? <clears throat> if Melo doesn't go back to the Knicks, Melo goes somewhere like Orlando, right? And he links up with like Dwight Howard. He links up with who's over there? Petros and who are those boys? That Where? European guy, the white guy for, for Orlando. Oh, uh, he do? Yeah, it's Turgaloo. Like, imagine if Melo goes over there, plays with those boys, and then they go to the Ooh, NBA finals, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Whole different, whole nice. different ball game. Whole different. I still think the Lakers would have smacked them, but like if you really think about it, LeBron, couldn't really do anything until he left Cleveland, went to Miami. He did all that stuff. Like I'm not, I'm not using this to knock LeBron, but I just feel like Melo just got such a bad rap over the years. You know, he did. Like in his prime, he was just in kind of like tough situations, but he didn't have the luxury D Wade had when he got Shaq and all them boys, GP. You know, nobody wanted to play with him. <laughs> Because they want to put up their own points, you know. They want to put up their I'm own like, stats. I'm never bro. gonna shoot the ball if I'm with Melo. Yeah, huh? dude, this dude shot 53s every. <laughs> Long shit. Guaranteed, bro. I'm gonna third shoot third third. Uh, I want to shoot 50 from the side three pointers. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm gonna do. I think what's unfortunate is he was he's such a capable defender, but he just wouldn't play defense. He played a lot of defense like in Syracuse. Consistently, he played a but- lot of defense in Syracuse. I mean, because I forgot the head coach's name, but that like that guy was defense. The head coach for Syracuse that, that was defense first. That's why. That's why. I remember LJ back in our uh, basketball days? Our one of our defenses was called the Syracuse defense. Because <laughs> that coach, man, he instilled defense. It's first. His own defense, they ran. Yeah, and so that's Syracuse's own defense. Two three, two three. So, anyways, I don't want to talk about basketball right now. <laughs> you can turn your camera off. <laughs> I'm done. I'm tired. <laughs> I've had enough. It's crazy. Go Mariners. It's Mariner season now, Mariner boys. Season, baby. Mariner season. Let's go. Fully committed. They're uh they're doing all right. Not too bad. What's the record right now? What's I think they're like third in the in the AOS? What's the record of the Seattle Seahawks? Oh psh, Seattle they're Seahawks. They're back like six games, I believe. What's the record for the Seattle Mariners? The record for the Seattle fourth in the Mariners. yeah fourth in the AL West twenty three and twenty four so they're still a little below five hundred but obviously by one but um, it's but, only May we yeah. got time they got some players I mean it's what they did last year mid season they went they just went freaking ham so let's hope they do the same but uh, with that being said uh we got some shout outs for uh for the week or were some shout outs Mike what you got um shout out to uh, my favorite. Summer drink. It's called Otai Tongan drink. Oh, so I saw you. Yeah, yeah. Tongans. Uh, Otai Kingdom at Otai Kingdom on Instagram. They're sure. doing a. They're doing a sale. Friday pickup. I'm telling you guys. Anyone listening in the Seattle area, check it out. It's super delicious, super refreshing. Summertime. Tell them. Tell them Mike sent you. <laughs> hey, add some hey. Ma- add some Malibu to that bad boy. Ooh, oh, you yeah, got your you definitely could. You got that summer drink for the ooh for the ladies. You guys, any shout outs? Um, 
I want to give a shout out to the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> um, I just want to apologize for everything I said just now. You know, he's hurt. Jokic family. Um, I'm just in a lot of pain, but I want to give a shout out to them. Congratulations on sweeping us. Um, and good luck in the NBA Finals. Damn. What are you guys staring at me? You waiting for me to say something else? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, I was going to say uh, shout out to my brother also. Yeah. He, uh, jumped pretty far this at the track tournament. Is going to the state state tournament for track uh, this Saturday. Probably going to try and catch that. Where's that? It's in Pasco, yeah? I have no idea. He had no idea when I asked him. I was like, <laughs> uh, Dude, should, we should go. You should find out, bro. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like my brother's first year ever doing any of these track events. And uh, me, LJ was there. Me and LJ and my sister, we went. And it was like out of a movie, bro. <laughs> it was. He needed one more jump. And he was like the last person. You know, everyone's clapping, clapping. And he jumps. Boom. Got the first place jump on that last one, like 44 feet and some and four inches or something like that. I was like, damn, the triple yeah. jump. The craziest part was like like what you're saying, Mike. It was he was in second, I believe. And so to get first and win, he needed that last jump. He he reached, bro. He played, he gave his all to that. And you got that video. So that's freaking crazy. It's a good yeah. year for the FISOs, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like FISOs. shout out to the FISO. They're not they're not twins, right? Yeah, they are, Stuart. Yeah, the yeah they're twins. I, okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know for I'm sorry. I've been away, obviously. She, Louise, shout out. What do you mean you've been away, dog? Bro, meaning like, I haven't I'm been. I should be trade. more involved, all right, bro? They're family. I haven't been when in, they were born. I know, bro. What I just haven't been involved, so I keep forgetting things, bro. I mean, I'm trying to be more involved, bro. Next year, 100%. It's like, oh, Brandon's your sister? Sorry, I've been I, away. I went, no, I went to. I met each other? <laughs> I felt bad because I've been more to Katie's game than I ever been to Brianna's or from Emily's or Megan's. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm gonna get more. You know what I'm saying? I'm supporting the Fiso Twins. Shout out to I've Fiso been twins. to all of their games. All right, we get it, bro. You're great. All right, man. I want to go to. I want at least more. one. And that was, I was in school your, with Brianna it, when she got her ass. Oh three. man. That's shout true. out to yeah. Shout out to Matthew. But it, is he playing football for Evergreen? No, I told him not to. Thank God. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, I'm all down to support, but I'm like, damn. I was bro. like, if the guy is just recruiting the most athletic people to come play football, it's probably not a good team. You don't want to have like little giants that shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. This isn't, this isn't a movie. Yeah, the annexation of Puerto Rico is gonna blow up in your face. <laughs> yeah, because I'm getting back into coaching, so that's just like, man, bro. No, freaking not. Shout out to Cam well, Radio. But uh, my shout out uh, is going to go to shout out to me and LJ's grandma, Grandma May. It's her birthday today. Um, she turned 84. Hey. Celebrated on Sunday. She's 84 years old. Uh, we love her. I mean, without her, you know, we wouldn't be here today. So shout out to Grandma May. Love you. Um, yeah, that's what I got, bro. That's all I got. That's my shout out. Sweet. Sorry, guys. I ordered DoorDash in the middle of our podcast. Really Bro, that burrito good. looked freaking busting. What'd you get? What was your order? Uh, I went, just got Chipotle. Did you do it on Android instead of an iPhone? No, but I did refresh it a couple times. And it dropped the price. So evidently, evidently, people are like, 
suing DoorDash because they make if you have a if you have an iPhone, it's more expensive on DoorDash than if you have an Android. What the hell? So it's an investigation they're doing right now. What'd you get? Chicken or carne asada? Carne asada. Okay, come on, baby. I had a really good workout today. It was tough, man. I was dying. I'm hungry. You getting ready for basketball tomorrow? Yeah, I'll play. All right. But we did a lot of legs today, so I'm freaking wobbly. Just pass. Wobbly, wobbly. <laughs> wobble, wobble. All righty, everybody. Thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, please shoot us an email at our email on our socials. Come on. You know what it is. Peace.